most of my clients become family. We go to kids' birthday parties or like we'll hang out after I do their hair. So it's kind of like cool being a small business owner because I feel like you become more of on a personal level compared to like if you was in a salon. It's like, okay, bye, next. Welcome to Keep Going, a podcast from Mazuma that shares motivational stories from small business owners. I'm Greg. And I'm Ben. And we're your hosts for this episode. Today, we're talking with Gabrielle, the owner of Glam on the Dash, a mobile salon service. Gabrielle, welcome. Hi. It's good to have you here, Gabrielle. So tell us more about yourself. Where did you grow up and what are your interests? I grew up in Baldwin, New York. I'm a DUIer. I like to do everything yourself. Mostly everything in the salon I built. I'm like a home decor like nerd. Okay. (laughs) A little bit about myself. I know it sounds so crazy, but I've never imagined myself doing hair. When I was growing up, I actually wanted to be a teacher because I do love kids. But I found out I was really good at something that I didn't really know existed. That's really neat. So you wanted to be a teacher as you were growing up, but eventually that shifted. So what was it that brought you over to wanting to become a hairstylist? My mom went to school to become a hairstylist when I was in high school. Oh, really? My mom went in right before my senior year. So before my senior year, I was going to apply for colleges to do teaching. But I saw that she was doing hair and I'm like, Oh my gosh, this is so interesting. I never knew this existed because my mom usually cuts our hair. She'll usually do our hair. It's rarely that we go to a hair salon. So it was kind of like, wow, like I didn't know this really existed. So when she went, I'm like, I'm going to go too. This is so cool. (laughs) Did you grow up around entrepreneurs, people who were starting their own business or were you the first one to kind of branch out? And is this all new? I'm the only one with my own business. My whole family works in hospitals. My whole family. (laughs) What's their reaction to it? Sometimes people are really supportive and think it's cool. And sometimes people are just like, I don't understand why she would even do that. They're like, as long as it makes you happy, but it also pays the bills, we support. (laughs) If it doesn't pay the bills, I don't know. (laughs) It seems to fit with that DIYer mentality that you have. It's like in your blood there. And so doing this seems sort of natural, I guess. Yeah. To be creative, you know? That's cool. And so your mom went your senior year. Did you go immediately after high school? Yeah. Immediately after I graduated. What was it exactly about your mom's experience that drew you into the hairstyling business? When my mom first started doing it, my dad built a hair salon in the house for her. Oh, wow. That was like what sold it for me when he built the salon in the house. Because, you know, I've never seen someone who has a salon in their house with a shampoo sink. So I used to like do my mom's hair all the time where I would flat iron it, curl it, or put like a piece of highlights in it. She was like, you're really good at this. I'm like, I really am. I think I should do this. <laughs> I think this should be a career. Yeah, that's cool. How has it affected your relationship with your mom? 
So my mom does color also. So it's like when my mom colors her hair, she'll be like, oh, let me do this color. I'm like, no, that's not the right color. Why don't you do this? (laughs) So like, we'll go back with different colors. Colors are usually matched with numbers and letters. So we're like, oh, you look better with a 6RR. No, I look better with an 8VR. I'm like, no. <laughs> we go back and forth with color formulas and everything. It honestly made our relationship better because it's like when you're a hairstylist, when you first look at someone, the first thing you look at is their hair. <laughs> you can't help it. I feel like I should have wore a hat. Today. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll go up to people. Your hair is so pretty. Where do you get it done from? Oh, you don't have a hairstylist? We do hair. So you <laughs> Very cool. So did you end up going into the salon route or obviously you started your yeah. own business? How did that come about? Okay. So I've been doing hair for about eight years. I've been doing lashes for about five. I had a baby six months ago and my availability is not the same to work in a salon. So I can't do eight or nine hour days, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. My schedule is around my husband's days off. And then like my mom helps me on the weekends to watch the baby. I can't work eight, nine hour days anymore. Yeah. So your business was kind of born out of a necessity to facilitate a schedule and accommodate your changing circumstances. How did that process come about? You didn't look any other places. You just decided to go right into the business thing. What was your thought process behind that? When the pandemic happened, that kind of like gave me a little push to become more independent because I have a studio in my house. So I do mobile and studio for people who don't want me to come to their house. Okay. And then my husband's like, why don't you just work for yourself? You already have the clientele. The pandemic and then having my baby kind of like forced me to do my own business. Everyone always said, you should do it. And I'm like, oh, I don't know. So it kind of like made me become a small business owner. Yeah, It's awesome that your husband was encouraging and kind of pushing you that route as well. It's got to mean a lot to have that type of support. Yeah. So Gabrielle, could you walk us through a typical day? what it looks like for you and your business? So usually my schedule, my most busy days are Fridays and Sundays. I either do mobile early in the morning or I do it at the end of my day, just so it doesn't clash with my studio appointments. So it kind of gives me like a break from like standing up all the time. Because when you're doing hair, you have to stand up and rarely sit. And then when I do lashes, I sit. So it kind of gives my legs like a rest a little bit. But I'm so used to it because I stopped doing hair when I was pregnant, when I was eight months. I was still doing highlights, haircuts, blowouts. Everybody thought I was crazy. And then I started taking people three weeks after I had her. Yeah, so I try to get back in the routine. I'm not the type to just sit at home and like watch TV. Like I need to do something. What's been your favorite part as you've gone out and established this and started doing it on your own? What has been your favorite part of being a small business owner? I would say meeting new people and like changing what they think of like hairstylish and lash artists. Every time I get a new client and like we do a haircut, they're like terrified because they think I'm going to cut like four or five inches off their hair. 
And it's like, women have the worst horror stories. Like, oh, I just came for a trim and I have really long hair and I'm leaving the hair salon with a bob. I'm like, what? (laughs) I feel like, I don't know, in my business, a lot of people don't listen to what the client wants. But as a small business owner, I have to listen to what they want. Yeah, absolutely. So my thing is just to have the best experience with me. And it makes you want to do more things that you were scared to do before. Yeah, I suppose after someone has a good experience with you and trusts you, then you can start exploring new things potentially. And then like most of my clients become family. We go to kids' birthday parties or like we'll hang out after I do their hair. So it's kind of like cool being a small business owner because I feel like you become more of on a personal level compared to like if you was in a salon. It's like, okay, bye, next. That's great. So you've talked about your husband, your baby. You've obviously got more going on than the business. How has starting this business, though, impacted your personal life? It's like I'm on business slash mom mode. The second I wake up and then the second I go to bed, like when I wake up, I'm like on social media, doing social media blasts, checking all my messages that came from last night when I was sleeping. I wake up usually at 6 a.m. I don't go to bed till like 9 p.m., 10 p.m. So I'm like pushing, pushing, pushing. My husband understands it because his job is also in high demand, but it's like hard because it's like life before the baby and the business. We had more free time to do whatever we want, but this is to set up our future. So he knows it's not going to be like this forever. Right. So you're kind of in that investment phase. Are you learning anything in the process that you feel like is making you a better person? To be patient and stay consistent. Because I'm also in an investment group where we push each other. It's like some days when you don't want to do it, it kind of can set you back a day or two. But if you continue to do it in the long run, it basically makes it all worth it. You plant seeds and then you watch them grow. Right. Yeah. Do you see yourself accomplishing some of the goals that you set out to accomplish with beginning this business? Are some of those things coming about already or are you still just working to the future? I would say, yeah, I'm starting to get more people. More people are interacting with all of my social media. Before, when I was pregnant, I wasn't taking no new clients at all. It was only referral only. But now that I've been taking new clients, it's been like insane. That's great. And hopefully you're still, I mean, also in your business goals, but also your family and your, you know, are you able to take care of your daughter plus run the business? How's that working? Usually when I'm here, my daughter's here. So like some of my clients who've been with me a long time, they get to see her. So it's like a a double whammy. You get like services and then you see a cute little baby. (laughs) So I would say like, it is hard juggling. Sometimes we're like, I'm tired. I have to keep going because if I don't do it, And who does, you know, Mm -hmm. I run the whole business. It would be different if I had other people working for me, but it's like, if I don't do it, it doesn't get done at all. You Mm kind of have to sacrifice a little bit. I only work three days a week. So most of my time is with my daughter and everything, but those three days. You're on, on. (laughs) So what have been some of the challenges that you've had to overcome as you started this 
business? Seems like there's a lot of different things that you could come across. What I didn't know with taxes, business licenses, and just to be on top of everything. Since I'm like a mobile hairstylist also and lash tech, I have to save everything that I do for my car, like oil changes, gas. I constantly have to be checking every day what's going in and what's coming out. It's interesting how you just want to cut hair and do lashes, right? That's kind of like the core of what you want to do. Now, all of a sudden you're finding that, man, I got to manage bank accounts. I got to do taxes. I got to do licensing. I got to do 15 or 20 different things. But when you're like, man, I just, I just want to do hair and <laughs> lashes. Yeah. So good for you. Yeah. That's the thing about small business. It's harder than anybody thinks it is because they don't see all those extra things you have to do, right? They just see you cutting hair and doing lashes and enjoying all that. But there's a lot more going on behind the scenes. Yeah. The time, what you put in, people don't see. They just see like the pretty side of it. <laughs> right. <laughs> Exactly. So, Gabrielle, what advice do you have for small business owners getting started? For people who are like starting out in the beginning, it's tough. It's hard. You may not see it in the beginning, but at the end, it'll totally be worth it. You just have to stay consistent. What I'm finding out along the way, the difference that makes me different from everybody else is I stay consistent. 90% of people don't stay consistent. After a while, they give up because they don't see results. Whether I see results or not, I'm going to keep staying consistent at my craft. And as you stay consistent, you get better. You can manifest your goals wherever you want to be in life if you just stay consistent. It's true. I love that advice. It's not always the smartest, most talented that succeed. It's the people who just don't give up, right? It it doesn't matter if you're brilliant or not. If you're willing to never quit, then you're going to see results. Totally true. That's great. Well, when you look down deep, Gabrielle, what is it that keeps you going as a small business owner every day? My daughter. And I have three dogs. My dogs and my daughter, they're all spoiled. (laughs) (laughs) I just want everyone around me to have like the best life as possible. That's what gives me like my motivation. Just to not be worried about financial issues, just to wake up and be like, oh, it's a great day. What are we going to do today? Life is great. (laughs) Well, we appreciate you being on today. We wish you all the best. Thank you so much. You as well. Thank you. Thank you listeners for joining us today. If you or someone you know would like to share your small business story, please go to mazumausa.com slash keep going and fill out the form at the bottom of the page. And if you are looking for tax advice for your small business, be sure to join our keep going Facebook group and check out our website at mazumausa.com. My, my, my kids, are my boys especially, are pretty particular about their hair. But I always just tell them the difference between a good haircut and a bad haircut is only a couple yeah, weeks. So. Yeah, it grow, grows right back. <laughs> Let it grow out, man. You'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs>